One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Once again we are live episode 012. Yeah, we're back. That's another thousand episodes before we can make it relevant to Manchester, isn't it? For real. Wait, is that no, a hundred. No, another hundred. No, yeah. yeah, no, no, hundred and eleven. I want to say, no, hundred and nine. Who cares? Who cares? This is the TBC podcast brought to you by GRM Daily, presented by myself, Michael Payne, myself, Adal, and produced by Renee. And we've got two very special guests in the house for the price of one. Yeah. <laughs> this would never happen if we booked a member of BBK. Yeah, Lidge. <laughs> but um, we we always give our uh, esteemed guests the uh, opportunity to introduce themselves. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm Chucky online. Uh, my name's Poet. How do you guys like meet, or do you know each other just from way back before anything? Do you know what? Yeah, I met. Ah, uh, yeah. Now I don't remember the exact date. But I remember I met Poet when we was doing the jump off debates. So I think I was doing the jump off debates um, before me. Poet. And then one day, this seven foot five brother just comes in being all loud and that. And then like, I didn't really, I'm not, I'm no, not like honest. Me. I just didn't, I didn't <laughs> know how to take to him. You know what I mean? But then, yeah, like from then, that's, I just met him from then. And then I think like gradual pro, uh, friendship just kind of grew from that really. But you didn't grow. I didn't grow. Yeah, I didn't. And he carried on his eight foot <laughs> and change. <laughs> You've always been quite a controversial character, poet. Seriously? Yeah, because you, you first came onto my radar when the the famous Dappy video. Oh, yeah, Tarzan. Tarzan. Mm, Tarzan. You still think about that today, like when you wake up? Like, nah, I've got to pay rent and shit. You've got to grow up, <laughs> innit? Like, but like, when people bring it up, I'm like, wow, I did that. That was mental. But it was all right. Like, it was, yeah, it, was, it happened, didn't it? How, like, yeah, how did it happen? Oh, uh, basically, it was time in my life I was unemployed. And I thought to myself, well, I really want to make it, in, you know, in what I'm doing. I, I really want to be, a, you know, a, a personality. I want the opportunity for what I do to be showcast to a lot of people. So the level I was at at the time, with Dappy comes calling, he's N-dubs, he's got, you know, number ones and all that. You're thinking, bruv, I can't afford to turn this down. So one thing I did that I would never do now is I didn't even take into context what he was asking me to do. He just said, Morgan yeah. gave me a phone call. I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll just do it, innit? Like, it's for you, Morgan. I don't reckon you're going to make me do anything that... Um, it will, that detrimental will, to your career. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I sent it to Pierre, like, God bless his soul, um, wherever he happens to be now. <laughs> I see he's not in his office. <laughs> Bloody hell, man. <laughs> and uh, he was like, yeah, just do it, innit? So we we done the video in my house. And uh, two days later, BBC sent me an email, email saying never come back again. My mum kicked me out of my house. I was homeless. I couldn't be at the BBC. What, your mum kicked you out because of a video? Yeah. Was what did, what did she, she say? Like a massive fan of the BBC. <laughs> oh, is that? Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> get out! <laughs> I love them and all them kids. <laughs> um, 
Just pay an extra on TV license for no reason. <laughs> That's all right. The door slammed, didn't Is it? Is that Pepsi? Yeah. Could tell from the reflection, you know, just a, a glance in the... Bro, we got some heads in here tonight, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Full house. Man comes squatted. So yeah, all that <laughs> happened and I was just like, oh... I, I mean, right at the time, I think two days after, I was very depressed. And um, luckily for me, um, Austin was good, good help. Pierre, massive, twin... Um, yeah, I was I was fortunate enough to have some really, really good people around me because the people that I thought would have had my back for me making a genuine mistake, I didn't mean to like offend anyone, just turned their back on me. A lot of people at um, BBC just, I remember one time sitting down and people, one, one lady that I thought really had my back gave me the dirtiest look I've ever witnessed in my life. Worst when like I used to touch things in the supermarket and mum used to look at me. Yeah. I said, Jesus Christ. And then like Sarah Jane was really offended. She was a golden child there at the time. Well, wasn't a child, but she was golden. And um, yeah, like I obviously had done a lot bad, but I, one thing I remember four days after is realizing that this is bullshit and eventually no one's going to care. And then three months later, I was back at the BBC and ever since that moment there, I just didn't give a shit even more. Yeah. We became fish and chips paper, innit? Yeah, it's just nonsense, but I thought to myself, this industry is full of so much people. Like everyone just kisses everyone's ass, innit? Like, oh that's really bad. Oh, he's the bad guy. Oh, look yeah. at him, he's still got plats and he's a big man, I'll oh, fuck him. <laughs> and it's just like, and now everyone's like, oh Bowie, we love you, we knew you were gonna do it. oh fuck off. Like, I just chat shit and I just can't mm. bother with it. Right, is that something you feel a lot, yeah? A lot yeah, of Yeah, people um, talk a lot of shit. Fake love. Now it's not fake you... love, it's like love can't be fake, love is real or it yeah, doesn't exist. Yeah, it's just people feeling where just aligning themselves with whatever they feel is gonna be successful or so on and so forth it's just a game in it oh, and so at one point it wasn't good to like align yourself with poet that's exactly. like, no I would tell people not to reacted. I would yeah. tell my friends don't like don't come around me don't don't have anything to do with me because it's going to put you in a bad space I'd rather yeah. just be by myself blackballed black sheep of the family kicked out I'd rather just deal with it by myself and not drag anyone down with me to the pits of hell can I just can I just say yeah that is the one thing that I hate about and I know that this is probably in every industry but in our scene in particular like, that's one thing that I really do hate that, you know, like people will align themselves with something that they think is cool, but then also disalign themselves, if that's a word, yeah. with whoever they feel is like, c- could tarnish them. Do you get what I'm saying? As opposed to having your own feeling and making your own judgment on someone. Yeah. You're, sometimes people just do it on the basis of an industry. So it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. you know what? Don't fuck with that person because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah, yeah. Before they've even made up their own opinion. Yeah, we, are su- we aren't but, but sophisticated animals, isn't it? And yeah. There's, there's yeah, everyone does mentality. dumb shit. It's literally right, a the mentality. Day, yeah. It's safer to be with the, of course. Uh, with the feeling and the zeitgeist than it is to be on your Jack Jones yeah. it's yeah. much safer like both socially and physically I suppose yeah. you, I suppose it is I can you, you're right I, I hate it but you can almost forgive people for doing it you I know? don't forgive it's people it, because at the end of the day it's like, to be expected you I mean no it's not because when that situation happened to me I said to myself there's no hiding places mm. I don't want to be around anyone I want everyone to know whatever you got to say I'm hearing it I remember I'd done something for uh, GRM God bless you lot as well. Um, about two you months say after it like that, they de- like, they <laughs> like we're going. No, they're not. <laughs> God bless, like, yeah, when God you bless said them. God bless Pierre, I thought, right, what happened? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he's not here. I'll tell you that, mate. And I ain't seen it for a while in this he office. He's <laughs> got some death book rolling around. Ah, uh, but yeah, like I remember Sarah. No, I remember what was that girl? What's that other girl? Max, a man, a girl called Max. How amazing! She comes up to me. Bopping. I heard you've been fired, by the way. Is it? Oh, sorry to hear, man. She walked up to me, shrugging her shoulders, like, yeah, and this guy. I said, big man, what part of Brixton are you from? How dare you walk up to me like this, talking about rare, 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 what you're going to do and like trying to get Vash and Sneakball to fight me. I was thinking to myself, what's wrong with this girl? So, I But what did you actually do for someone who has no idea? 
I, I mean, I've, in that situation, with I don't match, know if it's what it was because of the video. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I video. was there at that time as well, and was I remember there? saying to you, yeah, because you came to me after. Oh yeah. Then I was saying to Poe, like, don't don't focus on that energy. Don't worry. But it was about difficult that. because she done it in the, you know, like the wireless festival, whatever festival it was. You when you used to go to the backstage, yeah, you have MTV there, Channel Four, like everyone was in the same area. Yeah, yeah. She chose to do it right in the middle, and oh yeah, I, I just thought to myself, like, if you're older than me, you're clearly got more experience in this field. You're doing a lot better than me. Pull me aside and tell me, as an adult, what you did was fucking stupid. And I will probably say to you, yeah, you're right, you know, I'm sorry, and so on and so forth. The way in which Max conducted herself, I just said to myself, bruv, this is almost like you're playing up to it. Like, you're trying to, like, like get people to do stuff to me. And I remember I took coins out of my pocket. I was like, you choose the coin, I'm going to flick it in your face. And if you do that, I'll tell the police. And the one thing I've done that day, and I will never do it again, I don't give a damn. Austin made me apologise. And when I walked up to her apologizing, she goes to me, yeah, I don't know how your mum deals with it. She should like you should be ashamed. Oh I looked oh at this woman's face and I said, let me tell you something. I swear on everything I own, I'm gonna be worse. And I was. I remember one time I went to Wretch's party, she stood outside for like half an hour trying to explain. I was like, woman, what are you don't explain nothing to me. I don't care. I'm gonna do as I please until I don't care about the situation no more. So I just that just let me know that people within this industry, seriously are genuinely full of shit. They wouldn't survive a day in the hood, fam. They're not real, bruv. They're just like, they just want to do stuff to try and impress people. Bruv, no one not give a shit about you. At the end of the day, you wake up in a house, you've got to pay your own bills. You've got to like, fend for yourself. So I'm a stronger person for going through that situation. Because now I'm sitting next to fucking David Beckham. I'm the golden child again. It's all bollocks, bruv. Like four years ago, I was banned from the BBC building. I was there today recording with Chucky with doing half, um, half cast. I got a letter. I still got it right now. I'm banned for 10 years. I was yeah. back in three months. Like, bro, they're all full of shit, man. They're all talk, man. I don't care. Do what I want. Oh, uh, you know. <laughs> I love the way you introduced yourself as well. Mate. If, uh, it's cast our man's back to when he first introduced himself. Yeah. <laughs> Poet. <laughs> You're saving it all. Yeah, man. But that situation proper hurts me because, like I said, people that I fought, I would never say their names, but genuinely had my back. Bruv, the way they were acting, that's why I've got the utmost respect for Pierre, Posty, Twin, and Austin. They were... Ru- phoning me every day. Like they were so, so cool. And they didn't have to do that at the end of the day. I was just a little rebel child at BBC and they were just back. Do you, do you think way. looking back at everything that you've done in the video now, do you just see it like, oh, it's not that deep? Or do you still... Big man, you're talking the about the BBC institution that have got individuals doing a whole heap of fuckery. But and once this all settled down. Video, mate. It's nonsense, bruv. It's absolute nonsense. It's, it's genuinely nonsense. Was yeah. it purely because you were like obviously visually representing something that was yeah. in Dappy's lyrics about a BBC presenter? 100%. Was that the only beef That's that the, the BBC You don't mention the BBC, no one's going to have nothing really to say about it. Because Sarah Jane was so, so, so upset, I remember her and her little squad of people that was with her at the time, they all cut their eye at me. All right, look, look, look let me be honest. I, I understand from her perspective why she might have felt some type of way. And you have to bear in mind that sometimes, you know, like women, some women can be very, very emotional. So I get why she would have been quite emotional about that. Yeah, I can understand why, why anyone would be offended exactly. by something I like think that. that like the way that maybe everything else was handled after it, Joke. I can understand why Poet would feel some type of way about yeah, that. Because okay. I think sometimes... You know, all it takes is for you to just sit down with a person and just guide them. If you feel like they're going off the rails a bit and you know them, you just have a conversation with them. Yo, like, you can't, like, you're fucking up now. You're going to start rubbing up people the wrong way. Have a conversation. And that person might be able to then do better from from whatever it is that they're oh, yeah. doing. But, and but I think, thank you. He was great. But I think, like, <laughs> obviously, 
from like how I met Poet and like all of the stuff that was going on, like it was he Donny was almost victimized to a degree. I was off. vilified differently. Differently. I was like, mate, oh Lord, I remember it like it was yesterday. Like it was so and for me it was so bad because at the same time I was unemployed and I was just going for this. So I didn't even have much money to my name. So I was like, wow, if this doesn't work out, I'm actually really, really on these cold streets. I better try and find a jacket. I can't buy one. I ain't got no money. So I just thought to myself, you know what? And then after you go through that and then you do other things and then all of a sudden everyone's stroking you again when you do something good, it made me realise that that is such bullshit. Like if someone makes a mistake around me, I will sit down, understand what's happened and then take it from there. And if they happen to be the person that I perceived them to be originally, then I'd be like, I can't take my distance from you. But it's not going to take for them to do something successful for me to go, they're actually a good person. Because they can still be a flipping cunt, but only because to the, the, the perception, that wonderful word people like to use, people perceive it to be a good person now, all of a sudden you should run with me. I'm telling you, if you thought, bruv, just don't talk to me. Like I'm exactly the same, but if I'm worse now. So do you, would you not say that you took any responsibility for... I took full responsibility for the situation. I told, when Morgan was trying to say it was his fault, I said, no, it's my fault. Right. I'm not aligning myself with no one. This whole situation is my fault. I want to be a man about it and I want to get myself out of it. Interesting question. Did you ex- did you expect uproar when you did it? No, you I didn't, didn't know anything. You didn't think anyone would have Absolutely anything to say nothing. about it, bro. I was cussing boys for wearing bandanas, calling them all types of. I was doing crud, mm. and I didn't think this video was gonna do big. Like, Everyone's like, "Oh, you should have known, big man." How I can't predict the future. I can't. I, there's no way I would have thought the video would have been that big. I genuinely didn't. There's a level of naivety in there, and that's what it is. Because it's all personal to me. I did not think the video was going to be that big. Right. I genuinely, and more, with me, I'm always in hope in anything I do. I hope my stuff will be successful and I'll do everything in my power to make it big. Yeah, but I'm never going to say, assume. I know this is going to work. Mm. I don't. So did you expect there's a star in it and then it'll come out seven days or have its hype and by next week, it's just the next thing. And no one will care. That's what I thought. But unfortunately, you know, I was banned from the BBC building. Well, on to more positive things, man. You've come a long way since. Uh, Mm. Um, uh, whether whether or not you use that as some sort of lesson, you have it's a it's an undeniable. Tell us about like kind of chart your your rise post. Let's call it Dappy Gate. Mm. Um, yeah, <laughs> for those that don't know, like chart it chronologically. Like who, what you did, and who you met to get where you are. Because you are in in our scene, you are pretty much you've become like a household name as 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 an entertainer in within our sort of scene. So kind of chart it for people who don't know exactly how you got to where you are. Yeah, like I said, take it from post to Dappy Gate. All right. So first of all, thank you. I don't even look at myself like that. But I said so after that, I remember. I was fortunate enough to have people like Lala around me, uh, Snips and Chucky because I used to do um, the jump off the baits with them. So mm. I remember like talking to Chucky a lot about it and Snips a lot about it and they were surprised by my behaviour. So I said, all right, cool. What can I do? Because I've got heat on my name. I've got the opportunity to change everyone's perception. Mm. So we revisited a show called That's a Rap and I just went hard with it. And I said, I want this to be on every single platform and I want to use the heat I've got right now to change people's perception of me. So we done GRM, we done three, like, uh, series of it on GRM or two series. And I remember the first one that went up, I got 19K views for a 10 minute show in one day. Mm. So for me, that was like, whoa, like what the hell am I doing? This is so, so sick. And from then I just kept working hard. I linked up with Quazon, a great, great guy. Um, don't understand him all the time, but fucking know who understands me. And, um, <laughs> 
we made that's a wrap and it was great we brought it on SBTV I had the opportunity to speak to Nas um, which is someone that was really influential for me growing up um, I've done loads of stuff it's loads of interviews festival work and then I said alright everyone's doing shows now so I link up doing a show so someone else doing a show I said fuck it I don't want to do shows no more I want to do something else so I want to go into the world of football so I made a football show put it on JRM Kebabs, Lads and Shinpads uh, that got picked up by Google who were doing Google orig- original channels uh, they said alright we're going to do a football show and we want me and I was on the show with Mitch and, uh, and Suave God bless you, so I don't know where he is. Um, he's he's not dead either. Oh, yeah. Where is? Yeah. Well, where? Yeah, where actually is he? That's the Dude, genuine question. Well, because soon you're going to go. God rest his soul. We're just going to laugh, and you go, you're going to go. He's actually dead. Yeah, it might yeah, happen. Exactly. <laughs> it's another one. That's but we hope not. Please do that. That's all. That's not horrible, you know, Chucky. But no. um, we done. I, I done that, and then I have done some show called Comics Below with Copper Knighty, and that's when things really, really took off because I ended up getting paid for doing my work and I started off on £800 a month and that was the most amount of money I'd received in a period of time for any work I'd done. Yeah, that's like always that. massively pivotal, it, isn't it? You can say you've gone professional. Mental. And then a year later, I remember, about a year later, I remember everyone like, yeah, I've paid money to go Miami, I've paid money to do this. And I said, you know what? Let me just put myself in the right frame of mind because I was making a good sum of money. I remember I gave two and a half grand to my mum. I said, there you go, go Jamaica. And then after that, I said, you know what? I'm going to go even harder. I'm going to go so much harder because I want to give more money to my mum and do more things like this. So um, fortunately, I decided to use uh, do another football show called Filthy Fellas where mm-hmm. we were going to be a little bit more honest because I felt like me doing all that Copper Knighty comments below stuff, it was tarnishing me. It was changing me. It was making me corporate, making me like what they wanted me to be. And I was like, no, 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 no. I can't change who I am because you employed me for a reason and now I'm changing into something where I'll be disposable, replaceable. I don't want that. So I made a new show. Uh, on a channel that had like 3,000, no, we had just, un- no, tell a lie, we had 231 subscribers. Wow. And two years later, we've got 36K and we haven't done major collabs or nothing. We've just worked extremely hard. Mm. There's eight of us and we've done a show called Filthy Fellas. And now when I, I was with Darren Fletcher, he ran up to me and goes, Wayne, me and Wayne Rooney watch it all the time. So what's really hard on that? Um, Chucky approached me and Chucky was like, Paul, we should do some work together. And I was like, what, what do you have in mind? And he said to me, I want to do a podcast and just talk. And at the time I didn't listen, there was no podcast really happening. A year later, we've, you know, completed a year of podcast doing Halfcast. And we've had the, the pleasure of, we, today we were one extra doing it with Cyan Anderson. We've had yeah. Retro on it, we've had all these other people on it. So all I said was, I'm going to use any heat I've got and I'm going to show people, one, I'm an educated arsehole. Two, I've actually got a decent heart. I'm not a person out here trying to embarrassed so I, although that video may show a different yeah perception. that was a blip innit yeah. people, you ask any you ask a lot of people in the scene like Vuj you know Vuj will tell you I've done a lot of and it's not like I'm trying to blow my own trumpet but Vuj getting a job at Cup of Nights because I brought him involved yeah. I said you should be involved in this we're going to get onto Vuj actually yeah Maya I brought her in at Cup of Nights. I remember mm. one person tried to hold her back I said this would be a fantastic opportunity for her off the back of that she got tons of jobs and I told yeah. everyone at Copper employ this girl she got the opportunity she did. Um, shy, for example, everyone knows. Bernard to tell you, I kept saying, shy, 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 shy. You've got to work with shy. You've got to do work with shy. Mitch, I remember Mitch was bloody working at, he was working in retail. I said to him, bruv, let's give it nine months. I'll have you out of retail. He was out of retail in five months. So I just said to myself, I'm going to make sure that I bring all my people through because I'm not having people try to victimize me or vilify me and them lot are even worse than me, bruv. Them lot will get to positions of influence and power and want to be the guy. I don't want to be the guy. 
Just want to help. I want to be part of many individuals that are other guys. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like in an estate, like you had one guy that was a major guy, but there was loads of people that were big in our estate. We had people that were big for fashion. We had people that were big for music. We had people that were big for football. And I wanted to create that, but just in our industry. Yeah. So have, I you, have you ever thought about maybe even sort of become like managing or having some sort of protege, you know, officially rather than obviously you've, you've just listed like four major players mm. that you've influenced or you've, you, you've helped to affect some sort of change in their life and in their, um, it, it just basically in, in, in their life in general, you mm. know, uh, you've helped help them adv advance in their careers. Have you ever thought about doing that as a, no, so I want everyone to be a boss. Like even Caroline would tell you, like I remember when Caroline first came, I said, Caroline, what do you want to do? She said, I don't know. I said, cool, we're just going to do a load of things and you're going to find out where you like it the most. And I remember one thing I've proper rated for is like, I introduced her to Pierre and um, Pierre, I keep saying him, he is alive, God don't worry. God rest his soul. He, um, <laughs> he done a bag of, like I said to Pierre, you've got to employ this girl. You have to, she's hardworking, she's willing to learn. Like she's a proper sick person mm. and she's gone on to do great things as well. Yeah. And, I, in anyone I tell, I'm like, you lot, it's not about me being the guy that's like, yeah, you've got to be a boss. Yeah. We've got to be up here together. We all got to, all the 10 bottles of fucking rosy at the same time and 10 bottles of champers. And we have to be the guys, bruv. I don't want to be the person that brings people through and is the father. No, 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 no. I don't, even have, I don't even have a father. So how about that? <laughs> how about we all just be the guys? We all be the top dogs in our field and we all stand next to each other. I don't want no one in front, not the fucking Avengers and I'm Captain America. <laughs> like we're all one bruv and I want everyone to be a leader do you yeah, know what so I mean yeah. Bring, bringing it back to jump off like you said you did the show with Chucky Lala mm. and also Snips uh, Snips and me I find him to be one of the most backwards characters logically <laughs> like the straight up Chucky just with especially Chucky. with rap music Chucky talk like he's stuck in the era of like echo track shoots and like cool G rap wow that's a cool G rap <laughs> <laughs> Beanbox break dancing on cardboard sheets and that. Uh, what's the worst? What's the worst? Like, what's the worst egg argument you've had? If Snips was here, he would fuck. He'd boy, on, what's like the worst <laughs> argument you've had with him? Like on the show? I can't. What on on uh, the jump? Like, what thing really? Like you argued about the topic and you got home and you heated up your dinner in the microwave and when it got to one minute, you was just thinking, oh, fuck this guy. Do you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Do <you> know? <laughs> it's funny you say that, yeah? Because <laughs> Snips, like. Snip, I always say this, yeah, and I want I don't want people to like misunderstand what I'm saying. But if Snips was if he was religious, he'd be an extremist. Oh yeah. He, <laughs> he would has, put, he's, he's he would put, no, he would put a bomb on his back and he would go and do a madness. That's the type of that's the type of character that he's got. You because you can't yeah. the thing is with Snips, God bless you can't so far research history right yeah, now. Like, yeah, with, with, with a personality like that, yeah, you like they're sometimes they're unreasonable. Yeah. So it's like they there's nothing that you can really say that is gonna make them even think about what they've just said because they're very stuck in their way. So for me, after a couple of weeks of being around him, I've understood his character. Mm. So we can't we don't get into those type of arguments yeah, because yeah, I yeah. know that after a point I know after a point we're we're not gonna we're not gonna come to a conclusion here. Yeah. The conclusion is we just have to agree to disagree. But have you whereas if nah but poet one time on the podcast when I had um snips, them two got oh, into one big <laughs> one big argument and it was so tense. I'm just sitting there what just scratching my beard. Because I thought I can't remember what it was about, but it's, he's got really upset with you. Okay. Told you to shut up everything, but um, but but with poet, poet will challenge him a lot more than than I would. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I will, me, I will ask him a couple of questions 
if I feel that he is not going to take into consideration the other side, then I just kind of leave it as Do you that. mean the other side is in like the real world 2016? Well, yeah, well, however yeah. you want. <laughs> I understand snips, isn't it? And, but my thing is this, like what I say is not facts. Yeah. It's not gospel. It's what opinion. I say is my yeah. opinion. Yeah. So if I give you my opinion, like, yeah, I'm not going to enforce it on you. Yeah. If you enforce something on me that I don't believe, Big man, there's no compromise. I'm told you, there's no compromise. I ain't doing it. I am not. If I don't listen to my dad, I think I know what the what argument was. What the hell was. am I going to listen to you? You for? was arguing about um, about music being subjective. Yeah, it is. Because like That's... music is subjective. Absolutely. Yeah, whether you like like what poet likes, what he thinks is good, I might not think is good. What I think is great, he might not think is great. But a character like Snips doesn't look at it like that. Like music is not, the world, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not subjective. So they had an argument about, you know, whether music was subjective or not, and which then turned into a big the argument. The fact you can have an me, argument about it being subjective shows it is subjective. Yeah, that, exactly. Because what, what you're both doing is you're both sharing your opinion exactly. on that. And whether so something with is true me, with me, I would just kind of like, I'll entertain it for a little bit, but then I'll just leave it because yeah. I know this is going to get my blood boiling. Whereas Poet will entertain it, but then that's great for the podcast because then I'll just, I'll just leave them to it. Or I might even just throw something in there to just make them start whiling out again. I remember it now because he was saying things that didn't make no sense to me. Like, he, did make a, sense. he did make some sense in some, some of the no, things he was saying, but, yeah, but still. it didn't apply. Like everything to me is specific. I like to specify. I don't like this general shit. Everything's specific. So he's telling me, ah. Oh, if you listen to Young Fug and all that, you're uneducated. Like you're, I'm like, big man, where am I listening to Young Fug? In the fucking library. Am I listening to him <laughs> saying, yo, mum, let's sit down and listen to an educated black man talk about the way we should act in society. No, I'm listening to Young Fug when I probably sound like him when I'm half drunk as well. Yeah. So it's, it's all, music has ceilings. And I was saying to him, the ceiling for Young Fug, for me, what he needs to do, he does it very well. I'm not going to fucking play two-pack changes and then Young Fug with T.I. Yeah. if it ain't about the money, am I? But, but like, also, but also... Like on the flip side, you can't then just say that the people that listen to Kendrick Lamar are educated. Of course, I can very you, true. I can tell you a lot of people that say, oh, I love Kendrick Lamar, but they don't know nothing about um, what uh, To Pimp a Butterfly was about. Not yeah. one thing. So, you know, it's, it, 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 got the, it, it goes on both right, sides, doesn't it? Isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> I think, I think um, educated people are well within their rights to listen to to music like Young Fug. It's, it's about the feeling Whatever it gives you at that time. Yeah. It's not every day listen to Nas and yeah. enlightened folks. You know what I mean? Sometimes listen to ignorance. As, as long as you don't subscribe like socially to anything yeah. that they say. Like we're not all going around wanting to drink sip lean exactly. all the time or mumble like Young Fug. But if it comes on in the club, sometimes you're going to want to turn up to it. You know what I mean? Well, also at the same time, like old songs were just as ignorant or like absolutely, just absolutely. There's been probably have the catalog, but yeah. I know, I know. Snips from Snips has been uh, like an icon in my field for a while. I, I, I give Snip, Snips his respect because 100%. he yeah. was he was you know poisonous poets DJ. When I started bunking university to do the open mic at Deal Real, he Snips was, was always yeah. behind the turntables. <coughs> no other DJ. Very rarely was there another DJ. Snips every week there. Yeah. You understand? So I basically Snips came into you know. Uh, I was aware of Snips at the same time I was aware of people like Skinny Man, Low Key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand? Like people that I massively, massively respect in hip hop. Yeah. And the times have the times have changed and stuff. And I think that Snips is very opinionated, but it's just like Chucky said, whenever I feel that there's something that I don't agree with with Snips, mm. I don't even tweet a reply. Like, but yeah. I, I, I don't I, tweet I, a reply. I, also, I think that Snips is like amazing for a certain element of 
where he comes from in terms of hip hop and what he's listened to. Absolutely, like he has education. he's got like a wealth of experience oh, and yeah. and knowledge. knowledge yeah. yeah, I think that the only one of the only things with the the character characteristics of what he has is that I feel like maybe he might not understand youth culture as much anymore or he might not understand or one, all or, of it he, he understands or, one aspect of it like my exactly. little brother will get along with him great well the best way I always describe or, or is, one or or a different scene for example something that's a different scene he may not I think I think where you hit the nail on the head is that Snips may not understand youth culture that much but the thing is sometimes I think none of us really do yeah, that's but true. some people express it more exactly yeah. so if we were all on the street then Snips would be the guy shouting at the kids as they ran past with the Coke cans stuck in He's their like, back wheel. The ball yeah, goes whereas, over I'm, in I'm that diff- garden, it's a myth. So I will, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the ball goes yeah. over in Snips' garden. He's shanking the ball. Yeah, I will look at my little brother, for example, yeah, who's um, 15 years old, and he might say something I just think is mad or might be interested in something that I think is just weird. But instead of me shutting it down, yeah. I'll just listen to him. Like, what is that about? I'll ask mm, questions. Chucky, I, want under, I want to understand what it is that he's into as opposed to shutting it down and saying it's wrong. Say, yeah, I was going to say, by the same token, you might talk to Snips about this, this like, you know, grumpy old man that I was talking yeah. about. You might talk to him about something that he's deeply passionate about and you might actually, you'll learn something. Oh, 100%. You know what I'm saying? You've no, no. actually just got a strike, but uh, you know what? Snips common ground is, with Snips. Snips is, his life is an album from his favourite artist. It's very, very predictable with Snips. I know what he's going to say. I know what he's going to do. Yeah. My life is a soundtrack from the craziest film you've ever seen. So we're two different places and I still appreciate where he is because he's a specialist in his field. Yeah. I feel like I'm a specialist in life because I live life where he lives one aspect of it and one, do you know I'm coming from? He's very, very much skilled in his department and that's where he fails because he feels like that's the only thing going on. But I'm saying to him, mate, if you open up that door, do flipping open up that window, Doug, and w- look outside. There's so much other things that are happening, and you're just not. You're like you just like you want to be ignorant. You're not even making yourself aware that there is other things going on in life. Like I think, think he just doesn't want to open the gate. Like you know, when you're younger and people talk to you and say, "Oh, weed's like a gateway drug to cocaine or whatever." Mm. I feel like if he opens that door, I, do whatever you know, life do you, you know, live, don't try and bring over no, 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 no. <laughs> you know when you're younger. This is just like a gateway drug. Oh, take this cocaine, young man. Can I, can I Obviously just, it's not true can I, can I just By say, that mindset Can I just say like Outside of Twitter And outside of like The podcast or debate Yeah or the debates, He's a wicked guy Gentleman Yeah yeah he's yeah a wicked oh, he's wicked a, guy Trust him. me Wicked guy So it's just like His social media presence Just winds me up sometimes. I th- I, The thing is I think he's He's developed that character now So he can't even go back <laughs> You get it. me And, and I, I also it. think that he's he, I don't think he does it to be necessarily controversial i think that's just him yeah. he likes what he likes and he i think he dislikes things so passionately that he expresses it it's and then good. when people <laughs> say to him no it's good he's like how can you think, think that's yeah. good like how can you i think yeah. he genuinely like this raging by the keyboard just, yeah doesn't under he, he really really doesn't get it he doesn't like it so much that he doesn't even want to try to understand it and and he, i feel yeah <laughs> but he's very educated i'll tell you that that guy is woo, absolutely he's very educated and he you know he, he does live what he talks you know he's he you know he studied things you know when it comes to music sound studying engineering now, bro, study, like, exactly studying now different type of guy, bro. i respect people like that man but moving on to vuj yeah hero because that's one question that was on a, a couple of people's lips before you came how did the partnership between poet and vuj come about because you were sort of moving along in uh, leaps and bounds in your own lanes. And then one day that no one can kind of remember, you both kind of gelled and became this sort of dynamic duo. 
Fuji is one of the most incredible people I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. Um, and one thing I like is he has an opinion. He has the ability to say no. And he's just his own man. Like, I'm think I'm, I, think, I think I'm very misunderstood. Very misunderstood. I think I'm an arsehole. I'm fully aware of that. I'm trying to change. It's just difficult. Um, <laughs> but I think I'm a little bit misunderstood. And people, because even Cyan was saying today, um, every time I saw her, I would move to her. And that's the reason why she didn't like me. But every time I saw Cyan was in a club. So if I see a girl in a club, I'm Jamaican, I'm going to move to you. But if I saw Cyan somewhere else, then maybe I wouldn't have done what that's, I would That's just jump. in the manual, isn't it? That's just in my manual. <laughs> Jamaican, page 12, move to nice yeah. going club. Done. Section right. 10.2. Do you know what I mean? Um, Vuge, he didn't agree with things like that, but he understood it. And his perception on life and the way he saw things, it was so weird as well. It just brought us together. So we actually met each other in a blooming park in like 2011 when I saw him in the new series of That's A Rap. And then from then on, I started seeing some of the work he was doing. I hit him up and I was like, oh, you're so sick, bruv. Like, um, have you ever tried to possibly do work within this field? Because you're so much in your world, but you're going to be sick there. But it'd be nice for you to know some people over here. Mm. So we got together. We started talking quite a bit and so on and so forth. And we kept in contact. And with me, I don't just try and drag anyone and bring him everywhere. I wait for that right opportunity. So when I play you the through ball, I know you're going to tuck it away. And that was when the Copernati opportunity came. He was a passionate football fan. And we got along extremely well. And I thought to myself, well, I remember saying to him, like, Vuj, look, it's an opportunity for us to go down and be on some YouTube channel. I'm not going to try and say it's going to be the greatest thing in the world. I don't know what it's going to be like, but if you ain't doing anything, you might as well come down. Mm. All right. We didn't even talk about it on the way there. We didn't, we just spoke about other things in life. And then we done it and we left. And the next day they were like, Ross, the next day they were like, yeah, um, we want you two for, for the job. So, and then from then on, it's just sort of grown and like I said, the one thing about like me and Vuj don't talk as much as people may think. Right. We respect each other's personal space. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a, he's just a really, really good guy. He understands things. He's, he's very mature. Ah, I rate him. Fair play. You've, you've hit the nail on the head with, you know, as I said before, you know, you've, you've furthered the careers of so many of our sort of bright young stars within the scene. Have you, have you, you don't have to mention names, but have you ever got it spectacularly wrong when you thought this person's going to be a star and then you've kind of put them in a position where they could like flourish yeah. and then they've just it's folded, fucked it. We'll never know because we're not at the end of any of our stories. True. So I couldn't tell you. Obviously, there's loads of situations that have gone very, very well. No, but you know, you you know, you can kind of you know in it. Like after a couple of years, yeah. When, when <laughs> you ain't seen them around I anymore, really, I don't introduce that much people because I think my reputation, no disrespect, it means a lot to me. Yeah. I can't afford to mess up. I'm not in a position where I, I'm, I'm not at an A and R or a record label where I can fuck up two things and then get one thing. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Amazingly right. And everyone forgets the other two things. But you're not officially that. But that's why I was asking if you ever thought to do it in a professional capacity. Because no, you've done it so much. Nah, just just gonna, naturally. And that's what needs to continue to be. I don't want to get paid to help people. That's what I should be doing anyway. I should be helping people. I know when I was coming up, there wasn't a lot of help for me. One of the few people who helped me was Jamie. I probably sound like a capitalist, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like, have you ever thought about making more money at other people's expense? <laughs> Say yes, please. Nah, man. Jamie phoned me, hit me up on Twitter, said to me, give me your number, phoned me and said, yo, bro, I like that song, Never Gonna Blow. Have you? Why don't you go on Cameo? And I hadn't been at one extra at the time. Anything I asked him, I was like, why is Jamie even helping me? He's killing it on MySpace right now. And that just said to me, I need to have that mentality. I need right, to keep yeah. that mentality. I remember I had a, a manager, Colin Batster. Yeah, and, um, yeah, man. He was looking after me for a long period of time. And I remember the time where he invited us in his office and said, yeah, we, this can't happen anymore. I was devastated because oh, I'd done shit. everything he asked and I didn't get what I got back in return. He promised a bag of things that never happened. So I said to myself, I am be fucking damned if I do that to somebody. I'm going to make sure that I'm nothing like Colin and I'm everything like Jamie. And that's no disrespect to the guy. That's just my personal experience with him. Yeah, yeah. He could have helped tons of other people. I don't know. But I don't promise things that I can't deliver. I'll just tell you, maybe I can do it. I'm not entirely sure. Anything that's going to get you to a point where you're really excited, I ain't going to promise you that because I don't want to disappoint you. But I will do everything in my fucking power to make sure you know that if I know this person and this person can benefit you, then you know this person. So I'm constantly like that. If I go BBC, I'll bring all five people. Mm. five people that are in our workforce if I go GRM I bring people I bring people everywhere like experience life meet new people like socialise go go like make money do like extend your career believe mm. that because some people especially when you're from the hood they don't think you can do it because your environment doesn't have enough success stories Yeah. so if course. you bring people around things that they consider success some people literally idolise GRM daily yeah. they yeah. idolise this shit so them being here means so much to them if I can bring him here then they're going to start saying, do you know what? I can do it just because they've been there before. Yeah. Do you understand where I'm coming from? So that's the reason why I have to keep doing as much as I can because I just feel like I remember when like, I was coming up, no one don't really want to help, bruv. And then that one person that does help, like JME, who still helps to this day, you fucking appreciate it. And I'll do anything for that guy, bruv. So that's all I want to do, man. Keep doing good things. Yeah, fair play. Now, it comes from a good place, the reason why I asked, because I just thought that you'd be uh, quite amazing at sort of spearheading some sort of foundation even even if you didn't call it like a business do you know yeah. what I mean mm. more like a foundation because well, both of you are you know like I said you're, you're there is something to be fair there is something we're called called Natana Viva and it's a bag of people and that's Night of Vibes in Swedish and it's a bag of people that are working collectively together and all we're doing is saying these are our contacts let's utilize them musically let's utilize them art-wise shooting videos like off the back of us being together we done an event at Relentless the other day we only had to have 90 people there Chucky came 110 people turned out off the back of that we're shooting videos we, we were well me Pep's in there now we're planning the video for an artist tomorrow we've um, I went to Ireland to play some of the music today they were really up for it went to a YouTube channel oh, Island Records yeah. oh we meant Ireland I was like what, what's, what's going on in Ireland what's well, the no. scene popping in Ireland that we don't know about <laughs> I hope not um, uh, and we went to another YouTube channel today to discuss premiering our project there they were up for it so and it's just like a big collective group of people and we're all going to benefit from all the people that we know and that's just going to branch out and that's the kind of way I want our scene to be I want it to be like we all help each other because we're very small there's not much of us and we can take over we just need to have the right mindset 
Absolutely. It does seem like you 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 definitely have it. Should we take a should we take a short break and then come back for the for the second half after consuming some much needed vegetation? Welcome back to the uh-huh. second half of uh, episode 012 of the TBC podcast brought to you by GRM Daily, hosted by myself, Michael Payne and Vidal. We're joined by very special and esteemed guests, Chucky Online and Poet. We've been uh, shooting, <laughs> We've been, been shooting the breeze about various uh, different topics that concern both of you personally. Um, but we're going to kind of cast the net out onto some wider issues that have affected us all some very deep issues shout out to all the fallen soldiers man like harambe if we could uh have like five seconds of silence for all the uh primates that are slaughtered in captivity who's harambe <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was someone died like a human so i thought let me just take the silence anyway yeah i should never have said man <laughs> like harambe almost man like harambe um the gorilla that was uh shot in captivity yeah. because a parent was irresponsible enough to let their child run into its enclosure oh that was it, it, it killed yeah, it no, was no, killed no. it was shot dead was it it didn't look like it was gonna hurt the baby though they say he viciously you know there is footage of it quite quite it's a gorilla though in it you know it hasn't sort of read the the are midwife's manual yeah kind of what, what are your thoughts you. do you feel that it was uh do you feel that harambe was if i'm pronouncing it right was unjustly can i just killed? say there was a similar case in Chile as well with the, the, the guy that ran into the cage, 20 years old, wrote a suicide lion. note with the lions and they yeah. killed both of the lions. Mad. Yeah, you noticed neither of them the were lion, black. He wanted to, the lions to assist him on suicide. Yeah. A black man doing that. I'm like, obviously, that's everybody struggles different than that, but that's a mad thing. Getting eaten by a lion on a suicide team. See, man, you know his balls got ripped off? Like, he's in critical condition, Doug. Critical. So, you know, I think that's somebody. Critical like, big. Like, that but it's interesting that you said illness. that you mentioned the word black. That you mentioned color on that. No, because this is the thing. Wait you on. know, the kid <laughs> that got into the enclosure of Harambe was a black kid. No way. Yeah. Kid, yeah, yeah. Big, the shock in the face. There, yeah, that was genuine shock written on Are your you face. Serious? There. The, the kid was black. Oh no, our generation is falling. Okay, you I, serious, I, this, man? <laughs> this is my. Opinion. Let that be me. But I would have known. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because on Twitter. Mm. It come out that someone wrote something along the lines of that uh, Harambe was took, taken away from his home by the white man to be paraded in front or, or for the pleasure of the white man and then killed because uh, the of white a white child or something to protect yeah. a white child. But then it was a massive reach because the child wasn't white. The was child black. was black. That, I, do you know what? Wait, wait, where did this happen, by the way? What so, country? It was in a, where did the tweet originate? No, where did the guy get... Where did the, the, the it was in explode? America, yeah. It was in the United States. I can't remember exactly what state. Was it Ohio? Right. I, I don't... Like, the race issue thing... It will it will infiltrate anything, won't it? Of course, but... Do you know what? Like, when I saw what actually happened, I didn't actually think anything to do with race whatsoever. Yeah. You wouldn't, would you? No. I'm just seeing, like, at first, I'm seeing... You ain't seen it, have you, Pert? Mm-hmm. Basically, what I've seen mm-hmm. is a kid... Oh, okay. Mm. I've seen a kid in and amongst the gorilla. At first, the gorilla seems to be hiding the child. Then in the next part, the gorilla's standing there with the child and, like, lifting the child up and whatever, yeah? So I assess the situation like this. At first, I was like, how did the child manage to get there in the first right. place? Like, mm. right. Unnoticed. Yeah, like how, like, like what? Where's our mum? Like, where's the child's mum? Like, I, like, I don't understand that. And then 
the gorilla died and I said to myself, you know what? This was my, my first initial opinion, yeah? I don't feel sorry for anybody other than the gorilla because the gorilla lost its life yep. due to parent negligence. Yep. However, when I think about it a little bit more, yeah, I think to myself, like, there's been times where I've gone out, like, as a child, yeah, I've gone out with my parents or whatever, I've been with my little cousins or whatnot, yeah, and, like, in fairness to my parents, yeah, like, I've run off. Like, I might have just run off. I might have in just done zoo. something anywhere. Like, the four, like theme park, I could have I could have been grabbed by a, a, a child molester. Mm, yeah. You know, it's, it's just as a child, sometimes you just, when you're in new environments, sometimes you just might wonder. Sometimes you might even do it without even realising. Totally. Do you, do you, wait, know, do you know what wandering off is? I'll show you what wandering off was. One time I was in Tesco's, I was meant to be on aisle one. Big one, I um, ended up on aisle seven. My mum beat me. Yeah, of course. Finding yourself... Face to face with a gorilla isn't wandering off. Can I just finish? Please, but what's the difference what between wandering off and it for this kid to get wait, into wait, a gorilla? Can, can I just finish? Yeah. Gorilla. Let me just finish, yeah? Silverback. Remember, this child. Silverback. This child, like, you got to My mum could have been red, fam. The way my mum would have beat me. You think I could have been. Mm-mm. I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just, being, I'm just being realistic on it. Like, I'm just saying that, like, even though it's mad that the child managed to get in and amongst the fucking gorilla. Like, the way that I'm looking at it now is. How does a child mistakenly get into a gorilla pit at a zoo? That's the first thing. Because you got to think, yeah, the zoo is supposed to be secure enough so that you can't do that. You shouldn't be yeah. able to... Me as a human being, as as a as an adult, I shouldn't be able to climb in there, crawl in there or right. anything. Because if so, a kid can climb in, imagine what the gorilla can do to dude, get out. If, that's Gorillas what climb, that's just what they do. If, the, if, the, if this kid can that's find its way... If the, that's, that's, my, that's what I was getting to. If the kid can find its way into that thing, imagine if the gorilla could find a little hole and rip that apart. Mm. Everybody's fucked. Do you get what I'm saying? So, you know what? Like, yeah, I do believe that the, like, the, the child's parent was obviously took their eye on the ball or the eye off the ball or whatever. But sometimes that shit happens, innit? Don't get it twisted. If that happened to me... It does. Hold on like one London second. riots. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> too far off. You get me? No, don't get it twisted. If I was a child... <laughs> that time I ran away from my parents when we were all at the London riots together. I'm not saying I did it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wait, how old is a child? How old is a child? child? The child's is like a... Four? Can't be older. Yeah, can't be older than four or five. Four or five years Proper old. Proper you. All right, I mean, so I would, I would, yeah, get, yeah, yeah. I would get, listen, mm, I would mm, get licks. If me. I found myself in a situation like that, I would get licks. Mm. But the thing is, I understand part you're going to talk from your perspective, Damn but right. I'm just saying that like, I've, it's, it's, not, it's not unrealistic to see a child somehow managed to wander off from its parents, wherever it may be. In Let a me shopping say center, wait, poet. Oh, in a shopping centre, so in a fucking... In a, a theme park, in a zoo, or whatever. My mum, but listen, I don't of know. Of course, about I other, can. I don't know about other parents. I can't speak for yours. You see, my mother, there was ground rules. We went to certain places. If you go to the bank, sit down. You hear everyone? No, exactly. Because I'm quiet. I don't want to hear you. Done. All right, sweet. In the supermarket, she would give us a little blight. First time I went zoo, my mum told me, "If you are out of sight, I promise you, you're not leaving your room for a week." And I knew what that was coming with. Now, obviously, this parent here is just allowing their child to do a whole leap of madness because I know in my, like I said, in the bank, if I got up and went to the call, in the zoo, I was nowhere near away from my, I was always near my mum because my mum was thing was, this is the zoo. There's animals, there's this year. made me aware of the all the The zoo's supposed dangers. to be safe, bro. 
Big man, there's animals. Let me check it. The zoo is animals. Bro, animals are locked up. It's supposed to be safe. He's got a very, very Listen, hold on one second. Do you know what? In fact, when you actually look at it, your child is probably supposed to be more safe in a zoo than in the supermarket. For real. You better know that. But there's too much iguan inside the zoo. My mum just let me know. Anything like a zoo. Listen, well, if you want your picnic to go play with gorillas, you do your thing. I know. My concern is some of the responsibility lies on the architecture of the zoo. If a child that young can get into a gorilla enclosure, it ain't like, if it was a thing that happened on a regular basis, I would agree with you, big man. But I don't hear about monkeys and children interacting every other week in a zoo. So my thing is this: look after your picnic, dog. But the child said he wanted to go in. Apparently, in it, that's what the was big, heard. He's four, big man. Now this is he's what he four. said he wanted to go. In. Yeah, this is what apparently the news said. I don't care what the youth says. But he had but a discussion. He did, but he's four. Yeah, I hear that. I hear this that. Child he's four. I don't Kong. care what the child says. He's, he's babysitting you know, Sheldon King Kong. This generation is a mad thing, fam. I can't do with it. I'm four years old. With all due respect, that's speculation. As far as I'm concerned, don't get it twisted. If I was that child, I'd be getting licks. That's for sure. But how does a child go to a zoo and accidentally find itself in a fucking All right, Chucky, gorilla pit. Chucky, have you, Chucky, let me show you something. That's Chucky, supposed to be impossible. You see, my, you see my little brother when he was four? He would go to do something and look back because he knows if my mom gives him that look, he's walking right back. How you see he... that you? So that picnic, my little brother, no, I'm not trying to, obviously I have to relate everything to me. My little brother never, ever, ever would have got that. Probably right, irrespective. No, I'm not. I'm saying from my opinion. I just don't understand how a child, like, what? How are you raising this picnic? One if second, they're running off in the zoo, where are they not running off? Let me ask you a question. One, let me ask this you a question. Mad, irrespective, irrespective of the, the intent of the child, do you not think, do you not share Chucky's sentiment that it should have been impossible for him to end up in a gorilla enclosure? Irrespective yes, because of the, the parents intent. should be watching where their picnic is. You're in a no, zoo. No, no, forget the parents. All right, cool. Let's forget. Let's forget parents. Let's forget parents. Let me show you one thing. As Snick would say, the irony. The irony. Let's forget parental negligence and let's forget... Okay. Childish, uh, in, it, like you know, inquisitiveness, if that's even a word. Okay. Right, let's forget those two things. Okay, those are the two reasons why a zoo should be safe, if for no other reason. Big man, if you, no, 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 if you go to the zoo with your picnic, who are you going to the zoo for? You want a picnic? Both of you, really? Really, let's be real. Who are we going to the zoo for? You want a picnic? I'm, I'm sliding for the child. Myself, We're going for the child. We're going for the child. My being, 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 so the child has gone for how long before you noticed? Are you trying to tell me the first time they saw the child was when he was in front of that gorilla? So big man, what else do you not notice your child? But how <laughs> that child has taken a flipping journey, and the first time you're like, "Oh, where's little Peter? He's in a fucking cage with a gorilla." And we're talking about anything else apart from them people have to look after them picnic. In all fairness, if I was gone for ten in, seconds from in, my mum. In all fairness, Raider. in all fairness, his Raider. name was probably Tyrone. Probably <laughs> yeah, because he was black. I found out, it broke my heart. But my thing is this: I'm sorry, he was gone for far too long for them to be like, "Oh my god, it was not." How can your child be gone for that long? And the first time you notice, he's like, he's in the cage. Yeah, no, of course. He's in the cage. Of course. With the but it shouldn't be possible. Chilling. Is what I'm it's saying. Not, this, 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 oh, you've this, been to London Zoo, innit? You've been to Regent yeah. Park Zoo. 
Could you? Did you see any way you could get into like the no, lion enclosure? I saw my mum slapping me. In, right, in you're the a grown man. You're a grown man. You could step over a lot of things. You understand? But if fired. you can't get you into step a back and hold your face in London, how much more a big zoo in the United States and a, and a five year old? Can, can, I, can I just say? From? Can I just say? Yeah, this is how we meet. It always sounds like me and him are arguing because we act. I'm agreeing with him. I don't. There's not one thing that he's saying I do yeah, not agree with. Yeah, I agree with everything that he's saying, but I haven't got to that point yet. My first thing is, <laughs> my first thing is, a child should not be able to get into a gorilla. That's my first point. A child should not. Nobody should be able to do that. I him, agree. him so, as a, oh. poet as an eight foot human being shouldn't be able to climb over there, stick his head over there. Me as a one foot shouldn't be able to crawl underneath there. That's at a zoo. Your, it's your so, child. Your, it's your so, responsibility. They shouldn't be even flipping five centimeters away from you. The moment they're gone, you should know where your child It's your child. Okay, well then, do you know what? And your child but it's an, it's an anomaly. Other people for my child. If you, you lose your child, child in the zoo, you should hope to find them in the gift shop. Real life. A lie. Real life. You should hope but to find them in the gift shop. Child. You should not even suspect that they're going to end up in a gorilla How enclosure. How can you lose your child? It's your child. I honestly believe in my heart of hearts, if my child ends up in a flipping cage with a gorilla, it's my fault. But there's a reason not why everyone's child's in there, you know. It's just my child. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but, but again, like, this, see, again. Sally, I'm a dead one looking. Yeah, it's true. See you. Look, look at you. Yeah. No, you see yeah, how this other children, they can come to the zoo and not be, end up inside there. You see you. See, oh, the, yeah. the thing is, like, the gorilla would have to I'm just allow me. You'd be like, you're done. It's very, you know, I'm just. Yeah, exactly. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not excusing, I'm not excusing the fact that, I'm not excusing the fact of this lady's behavior, yeah? but I'm just saying that there's like, there are loads of different scenarios that could have happened for a mistake to happen in a sense of, if you, let's just say, for example, there's been times where my, my mum, for example, has taken me and a bunch of my cousins out. Yeah. So yeah, she's going to keep her eyes on all of us, but in a moment of maybe looking at a flipping animal, we're all in the awe. One child possibly could Did have just walked up. Did you end up in a cage? Did I? Did that's, you end that's up in a cage? That's a rarity. Did you end up in a cage? Of course not. That's course. my point. But do you know what? Hold if on one second. Wait, 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 wait. But have I wandered off? But have I wandered off? Yes. And of course I've got Into a cage? No, I've wandered off. This is my point. Bro, I could have wandered off into a fucking pedophile's house, But you didn't. I know I didn't. But did you wander off into... Because this is the matter... I'm a... I'm an, no, but the, I, I the, initial point, the initial point is you're talking about the child wandering off like it's in, impossible. No, no, no. Of course it's possible, Into bro. That's a cake. Fam, I'll be real. When I, have my, when I go out with my ridiculous. little sister and all of that, my, they don't go nowhere because they're my responsibility. I'm not going home without my child. Do you think that, that is the... That's the... And they've left the house with me. They, I'm making sure that child don't go nowhere. If I feel like at any point I'm not going to be able to look at them, I'm flinging them in a the buggy, I'm getting them little leash things, and that child ain't going nowhere, dog. My child is not ending up in no bloody cage, and I'm looking. Well, you know what? Bruh, you should make no your gates a little bit higher. End or up in like, a cage, but no, this is the this is the original point. No child should end up in a cage. And do you know what? They I'm shouldn't. You see, as a Jamaican man, they shouldn't end I'm up telling in a cage, you, bro, that's crazy. Did you see the, did you see the Japanese couple? Japanese couple that did what? They put him in the cage. No Who way. Done that? A Japanese couple. What in Japan? Yeah. Do you know what? I was gonna say something so rage. Let me just eat my Chinese and just keep. <laughs> had, talking about the subject of I've had the moment many a time. Right now. Nah, they found the parents. You know what? Like. <laughs> like oh shit! So yeah, could have been found. He's dead. 
That gives the new Baloo right now, you know? It's a jungle book being written as we speak, though. <laughs> well, listen, Baloo. all I can say is, is that the parent, Sorry, Mowgli. the parent obviously has got to look at themselves and make sure that shit never happens again. But like, as I said before, in my first initial point, like I, me personally, forget a child, forget a child. Me personally, I should be able to go to a zoo and be safe. That's first. That's mm-hmm. the first thing. I should be able to go to a zoo and just be safe. I shouldn't be able to be able to crawl into anything, climb over anything, and no animal is supposed to be able to climb out or Did climb over. Did you hear over. what you just said? I should be able to walk into a zoo and be safe. Of course. I shouldn't climb into any. If I you climb into to, the thing, I you're basically saying, to... I don't want to be safe. What You've you made your, you put yourself in danger. You said I should be safe. If I, I shouldn't look, be able to inside this environment here, I should be safe. I am. If I jump over that and I hang on to the thing, am I safe? Bro, so that, no, to that I'm not degree, safe. Poet, oh, let me let me ask you this, poet. If you were building a zoo right now, yeah. Okay, this is amazing. Gone. All right. If you were building a zoo right now, would you not make the zoo foolproof? No, say that. Don't say that. Don't be saying that. Answer my question. Answer my question. Would you, if you were building a zoo right now, would you or would you not make the zoo foolproof? That would be my. Ignorant perception on building a zoo. Yes, absolutely in it. Full proof. But have you been to them? So have you been to them safari park things but, where you're in the? But that's in the, a safari. Hear me world. out. Have you been and to them park? Safari is better than zoo. Safari is different to a zoo. Really different. Oh, you're going. Safari animals. It's not your flipping cousins, cuz. It's like elephants and lions, cuz, and gorillas, cuz. Big man. My thing is this. This is my thing. This is my point. I'm sorry. And this is how I'm going to be. And you know what? I apologize for not changing. But if my picnic ends up in a flipping cage with a gorilla, it is my fault as a father. Okay, I cool. have failed my okay, child. Cool. But that's why I asked you to put yourself in the mindset of someone building a zoo instead of a parent. But the killer is... You have to assume that all kids that and all parents are stupid, innit? Or irresponsible. 100%. You have to assume... 100%. You have to an environment that to like a zoo. You have to know. assume, don't you? You can't just be like, know. most of them are actually going to be quite responsible parents. You have to assume that every single Not person that passes the threshold... Do you know what? Me personally, I would like to hear the justification for it being like the way it is. Because I don't even know how they climbed in the zoo in the first place. There might have been, I don't know what happened. I, I'm just assuming that the, the gate was smaller. I don't know. Well, it has to be know. an anomaly because it doesn't happen every day. I don't day. know, big man. Like, if you told me this happening, I would never believe it. Like a black kid being stuck with a gorilla dying No matter how infrequent these things happen, you always, they, they should never happen in it. Because yeah. the child I mean? should not be so far away. I'm just looking at it. And me. the architecture should be right. As Fair as enough. In, in, a ca- in a case where, in a case where a mad accident may happen, because we're all human beings at the end of the day and accidents do happen. Mm. And you know what? You're going to have a child and one day- And if you, you look might- after them and they end up in a fucking cage with a gorilla and you're telling me, well, the architecture wasn't good, big man, <laughs> I'm going to throw you in the same cage, Chucky. <laughs> it's, like, right, it's like, isn't gun- it? It's like, you know, obviously guns, uh, the ownership of guns is very common in America, for instance. The mm-hmm. safety button, you'd expect there to be a safety button on every gun in it because people well, have guns isn't and they it? have families. Do you know what I mean? So if there wasn't a safety button on a gun yeah. and the kid accidentally shot himself or did harm to someone around, the, gun the responsibility company, yeah. would be on the gun manufacturer, not the parents. With the parents, you obviously would have to shoulder the blame to some degree, but a lot of the responsibility would be on the gun manufacturer. Fair enough. I'll Do you know what that. I mean? I Just like in I'm... a zoo. If a zoo isn't foolproof, then part of the fault lies with the zoo. Yeah, I think. Don't, like, I like a, that. As a, parent, I think. as a parent, yes. Obviously. Like, it's just obvious that you keep your child next to you. That's mm-hmm. not even a debate. You don't mm. even argue that. But what I'm saying is, is that some, like, like there could be an accident. Something could happen. Something could happen. You can't write nothing off. Mm. And the fact that you can't write anything off, you shouldn't be able to get into a fucking gorilla pit. For you real. shouldn't be able to do that. 
That's mental as far as I'm concerned. So right. if I was running a, an establishment and a child managed to find themselves in a gorilla pit, I'm not just going to blame the mother. I'm going to start looking at the people that I had building the thing. What establishment what's are you running on. about? Yeah, I'm going to be like, what's like, why? Like, somebody might get fired. Somebody yeah, someone, might get fired. Absolutely. Because that gorilla could have eaten that child and whoever I employed to put a safety barrier around managed to get, a mm. four-year-old managed to get in it. That's mental. And even from a totally capitalist view, they've had to shoot one of their most prized attractions. Yeah. yeah exactly. If it is killed them by shooting to the head. I'm firing Fucking someone. stock. Yeah. I'm firing someone. Someone's getting fired. They've someone's had to shoot fired. someone, something that brings well, in shot probably the millions then. of dollars a year. That thing's not there anymore. It's dead, isn't it? Because someone made it so that a kid could get into that no. thing's Enclosure. And that's what we're looking at it differently. But did they, uh, did they shoot the gorilla to death? Kill the gorilla. Couldn't didn't tranquilize it, killed it. Because a woman couldn't look after her picnic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if anyone went in jail. The parents should. The woman should go to jail. I think the parents, I think she, the she needs to ride a stiff bird for that one, yeah. Yeah, she yeah, should. It's negligence, they say. Absolutely. Oh. Isn't that like manslaughter? If, if they could get a good lawyer, they'd fight, they'd be able to get beat a that good case, case easy. Of, of mm. I just, because there's an argument for it. Because Sometimes shit happens as a parent, isn't it? Like that. Like I'm gonna say that I wandered off a few times. Does that make my mum a bad parent? No, no, I wasn't a bad parent. Like even though I knew I was gonna get licks, even though I knew the implications on certain things, I'm a child, mm. so I might just, I might just do it just to test the How waters. How old is child? Five. Yeah, it must be five, kind of been older than five. You so know, what? Even you do it at ten years old, yeah, eleven years old. Cool. That. A five year old. Are we understand. Listen, I wasn't. I was in. No, um, I understand why you're so passionate because the I was kids a seven-year-old. So that the, you should be I'm holding saying. that kid's hand. Well, in nobody's agreeing. I'm not. Nobody's disagreeing on that. But I know. But the thing is, I don't want to hear about the park. I don't want to hear about because you know what? Let's take away the gorilla cage from it. I try to run out the park, got knocked over by a car. I want to say, well, a car should have been in the road. Your child. Let's pick up the base of the problem. Your picnic shouldn't be that far away from you at the age of five. Five, if we're talking about a 10 year old, 11 year old, they, they get, when you get 10 yeah, year, 11 years, you're, you're out of area, little piece. Five years old, and the first time you see a picnic after they've gone missing is with a gorilla. No, but do you no, know what? I feel like that I'm argument right. there of a child running out in the road because a car shouldn't be there is, it, it does, is not relevant because a car should be there. But I know. In a, with and a, a gorilla, gorilla should be yeah, in the zoo. In, no, 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 not really. Be there. No, not a really. A gorilla bro. shouldn't be there. No, right. bro. Gorilla it should be in his bro. It's supposed to be in like his It should be a safari's ticket you know at most. As, like I said, I'll be looking around and be like, you mean I have all the picnics Next here? Subject, I have all the five year olds. It's my one that wants to run in there. My. Did that yeah. child even know? The thing is, did that child even know what he was doing? Yeah, for real. They didn't know that it was going. I reckon they, t- probably, I reckon they probably should probably test that child. You like, know, you've seen those animals. Even TV. when I was five, I would know not to run into a gorilla pit. I'm you not looking after my kids. Not I was like a a genius when I was five, but I think I knew that. This ain't safe. There's something about this that yeah. this ain't safe. But that's may, may, maybe it just crawled into the grass, thinking grass, and then like as it's got past the grass, but it's just falling over. Next minute, falling over the cliff and it's gone into the the, yeah. the pit. It might have just been going into grass. It could have been, but I don't know. I'm, I wasn't at that zoo. All I know is is that it's supposed to be possible, impossible for anybody to get absolutely in. from the news reports. Yeah, like I say, allegedly. Like the child had had an argument with his mum, said it. Now this is what I'm saying. Hey, hey no, no, I'm not even lying. Bro, I'm not even lying, bro. Bro, this is what I see on World Star and that, bro. I'm not even lying. I'm not even lying. Bro, this is what I'm hearing. This is what the split, bro. This is what I'm hearing. This is what I'm hearing. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. 2016, that wouldn't surprise me. This is what I'm. Wait, let me finish. Let me finish. I'm not even agreeing or disagreeing. I'm just telling you what I've read and what I've heard. Yeah, and apparently there was like a bunch of children. Yeah, they went with all about seven or eight kids. And this one managed to wander off and landed in there. 
and they couldn't tranquilize the um gorilla because it might have reacted Take too long. Yeah, yeah. But and then people are saying, why couldn't you like um tase it instead? But yeah, that's the story. That's Allegedly. what's gonna cause the biggest spasm. If you tase they it, kill it, I reckon they, they should have. I reckon they should have tranquilized it from behind because this is the thing. And I was nah, saying this it, to, it, it I was saying this to my friend on the train. Right, this is the thing. A, a, a beast like a gorilla, it's not vengeful. It's not vengeful. It doesn't think. I know what you're doing. You just shot me in the back, so I'm going to kill this kid. It's going to think someone's trying to shoot me from behind. I'm going to turn around that way and, and try and defend myself now. And then before it knew it, it would have been knocked out. No, That's my theory. That. But I understand that with a child's life at stake, yeah, it is... Yeah, maybe it would have even that's tried what to said. That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. Do you know why that's dangerous as well? I'll tell you why that's dangerous too. Because if the gorilla Falls starts protecting the child, that the gorilla might think, I don't want to hand this child back Oh now. yeah, for you real. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so real. I'm protecting it now from you. Lot. Yeah, yeah. You ain't getting We've got this another King Kong. Yeah, that's it. You're not getting this. I want to find out more because a black kid that's arguing with his mum and like, then, a like, five-year-old black kid like animals well. enough I'm not I only stop that, that, you must read that on TMZ or something yeah the National Enquirer sensationalise everything yeah National Enquirer kid's gonna be on the front page of it tomorrow I've only got round, I've only got round to liking dogs like this is a myth to hear a gorilla mad thing five-year-old kid arguing with the parents that, sound, that sounds even more weird than the no, kid no, 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 no. than in the enclosure in there do you know what though in mad. 2016 that wouldn't surprise me that a five-year-old would be arguing with their parents because you know what Probably yeah. trapped in the cage you know it on Instagram. I feel, or like, killing. <laughs> I feel like sometimes, I feel like sometimes parents, <clears throat> the way that our and like even black poet would say, the way that it, your, our parents installed certain things in us was so that we wouldn't, we couldn't have an argument with yeah. my, like my mum would, no, my mum, my, my, my mum wouldn't have to say to me, my mum wouldn't have to say to me, stay here because when you get, if you disappear, when you get home, it's going to happen. She'd just look at me. <laughs> She'd just look at me. But now kids will just look back. Yeah. They'll just real. look back at your mum like, what? Not don't, kids, not don't, my kid. don't look at me yeah, like that. Look at me. Look back at me. See it's like pigeons, you know, they don't even fly in your way anymore when they're in your way. They stand there to take on your space. That's one thing I want to go on to, yeah. I've noticed since Harambe was mercilessly slaughtered because of her parents' negligence, I've noticed animals are getting a bit wayward <laughs> recently, you know? Like, Reese, for instance, fell in fox shit quite recently. When have you ever even seen fox shit? So foxes are just shitting everywhere now. Oh my yeah? God, today, First of all, I went into the diner, yeah. went into the diner in um, flipping Carnaby Street. I've walked in, my friends knocked me from my hand, what do you want? It's like, look, I look, I see two buggies. I'm like, it's nothing remarkable about two buggies. I see the mouse come out. Of and the, the mouse, The mouse came up from underneath the buggy. That's and this mouse. is what I think was mad. He didn't run away. He looked at me like, yo, why well, am well, well. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm getting a table, with it? <laughs> they don't do that. They don't I do that out. anymore. Animals yeah. are getting brave now. Yeah, yeah. But, but they've been I mean. doing that for time. Like, foxes feel, have been I feel it's that. a bit more intense now since... Yeah. I think, <laughs> he, might have been, I think he might have been more important Pain. than we give him credit for, Pain. you know? Foxes have been on this grease thing for... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They're fully on crud. Listen, I remember one time I was walking home down the motorway really late and I saw a fox right near me, yeah? So I thought, you know what? Let me just stamp my... What, on the motorway? Like, I was walking down. Yeah, I was walking down the side of the lane. I had a car accident. It was a long story. Anyway, there's a fox in the bush. I thought, you know what? I'm scared, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to stamp my foot. Yeah. And it's going to run off. Because yeah. that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to run off. It didn't run. So I stamped, I stamped my foot. Again. You're stamping it on the floor. Run. Then I thought, and then it started walking towards me. I said, oh my God, these, <laughs> things, these things now are on this thing. It's on this thing. Yeah. I have to run now. 
I have to. Which direction did you run in? One of I just went straight. I ran home. I ran like more onto the motorway so that like I was like in the light and just in case anything saw anything. Yeah, witnesses. Yeah, witnesses. Like someone was such a role reversal, isn't it? That is the role reversal of the century. I just wanted to get into the light. That's all I'm mad. Just give me the light. Now Fox is on crud. They are really. I'm on. Listen. I'm letting you know from now. I'm letting you know right now. Pickney, I'm not on it. A pigeon tried to get cruddy yesterday. I kicked it. it was, and then it couldn't fly. It was like, oh, you're so bad. No, I'm not. I'm I doing saw, me. It's I not saw, bad. It's I not bad because I'm sitting down eating my food at the restaurant. I don't want to share the food with the pigeon. I would invite it for when it to come. I kicked it. Now it can't fly. It's not my fault. I'm in my restaurant doing my thing. Foxes, they know not to play with me. I'm not on this playing team. I'll find a rock, stick, anything. That's that. You lot are playing games fast. Why your picnic gonna run up with foxes now? Pigeons flying. In. <laughs> Not my picnic. Stay in your fucking yard. Don't even come out till you can smell. <laughs> anyway, the mum, the mum definitely should do a community service at least. Absolutely. Big man, I don't want her to do nothing with the community. Look what you did with that picnic. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, cuz I'm sorry. We just got two different perspectives. I want the children to live to live. You want them to chill with gorillas. I I'm don't not on want it. them to chill with Bro, I agree with you. Thank you. I agree with you. <laughs> but you don't let me get to my point. Like, you don't let me finish. The first point I'm saying is the child shouldn't be able to... No, for, irrespective of a child, nobody should be able to get into no gorilla. Apart That's from all staff. I'm saying. Apart from staff. Then secondly, anyway, like the child shouldn't even be able to... Like, like why did the child leave its mum's side? But you did all that for me. You did all yeah. that for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm vexed with that, mum. I can't lie. Well, I think we all are. I can say I'm vexed with her as well. On that note, we're going to wrap up Episode 012 of TBC podcast brought to you by GRM Daily. So if you want to know how to look. Michael Payne. Of course, just before I was going to say, if you want to know how to look after your kid, like we pretty much spent 40 40 minutes telling you. This has been. So this can't happen again. This actually can't happen again. This is the childcare um, episode. Definitely. Or you can send your child, like anytime you want to go to the Send them to me. My booking email. I've got the perfect solution. Anytime anybody out there wants to take their child, child to the zoo, Hit up Poet if he's yep, free. <laughs> you know your child is not going Poet's Corner UK. Hit up Poet. At Hotmail.co.uk. Hot um, after he comes back from the Euros, he might have a free couple of weeks within the summer holidays. He, he'll take your child to the zoo and they're not disappearing. That's it. I, I promise you that. I think it's fair to say that TBC this week stands for those bumberclark children. <laughs> I think so. That's true. Women fling your jackets to Poet. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm on that. Join us next week for episode 013. Who knows who will bring through? Find out next week. See. Yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head-on. 